1: kicks off with the Red Legs. Maybe they can beat the Brew Crew right now out of 11 games. The Reds are 2-9 and nine, and still a game and a half out of first. If you flipped that, I like to play mental games at, at times. If you flip that around, the Reds would be like six games in first place. But uh, nonetheless, I guess you can't do that. But the umpires being unfair, all the calls are against the Reds, but let's not talk about that. Baseball starts about six ten tonight. Reds and Brew Crew got tonight, got tomorrow afternoon, then out to the Los Angeles Dodgers. But until then, I've noticed in my life that when the truth does not work, try to convince the masses as to lies upon which you can motivate them to vote a certain way. On August the 8th, there are many in Ohio that want to amend the Ohio Constitution so that it takes more than 50% plus one in order to pass a constitutional amendment, because whether it's the U.S. Constitution or the 32 states out of the 50, that don't have any procedure whatsoever to amend its state's constitution, Ohio's out of whack with the rest of the states. So you never would get that from the ads. Joining you and I now is Amy Natosi. She's a spokesperson for Protect Women Ohio in Columbus. And Amy, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And First of all, it appears by the polling, and we all know polls are never wrong. They accurately predict everything that uh, the polling indicates this thing's going to go down to defeat on August on August the 8th. Give me your perspective on the polling first of all.
0: Uh I think you said it best Bill. Um we we saw You know, the Columbus Dispatch had polls in 2016 and 2020, and if they were correct, then Hillary Clinton would have been president and Joe Biden would have won Ohio by five points. So um, we don't put much stock in the public polling, um, but this is certainly a great opportunity to remind our folks of why they need to get out and vote yes on Issue 1 on August 8th.
1: And Issue 1 on August 8th specifically would change the Ohio Constitution to have 60% required on an initiative process instead of 50. When I had on uh, your friend and mine, uh, Representative Bill Seitz, he's part of the uh, National Legislature Association of all 50 states. Uh, Of the 50 states, uh, 32, which is for those who did not uh, go to a good school, is 64% of the total number of states, about two-thirds of the states, do not allow a state constitution to be amended by citizen initiative. And of the other 18, the great majority of those require more than 50 percent because you're not dealing with a statute or an ordinance or a law. You're dealing with the Constitution itself. So can you tell the American people as we sit here this Tuesday afternoon what is going to happen on August the 8th? Substantively, tell the American people what they're going to vote on.
0: Absolutely. So on August 8th, we are going to have the opportunity to vote on issue one, which would raise the threshold for pa- passing constitutional amendments in Ohio from 50% to 60%. Um, and Bill, you hit it on the head there. Um, only 18 states in this country allow for uh, petition-initiated constitutional amendments. So what we're experiencing right now in Ohio, of those 18 states, half of them, both Republican and Democrat, have higher thresholds than 50% for passing constitutional amendments. So Ohio is very much in the minority here for only requiring 60% to pass constitutional amendments. So August 8th, we need to vote yes on issue 1 to increase that threshold. And this is really all about protecting our constitution from out-of-state special interest groups. Our Constitution is far too vulnerable to these out-of-state groups that think they can come in here with their truckloads of money and buy their way into the Constitution. Um, So this is really about protecting our founding document, and that's why a yes vote on August 8th is so important.
1: Let's uh, discuss uh, hypocrisy. I love political hypocrisy. Uh, What percent of uh, of the vote of members of the League of Women Voters have got to positively vote to change the constitution of the League of Women Voters.
0: Yes, so the League of Women Voters themselves require a supermajority to amend their bylaws. And they're not alone. Uh, The Ohio Democratic Party, which opposes issue one, requires a 60 percent vote to amend their constitution. They require a 60 percent vote to endorse candidates. The ACLU of Ohio requires a 60% vote to remove members of its board. Um, They require a 66% vote to overturn actions of their executive board. (laughs) So all of these groups on the left, which are telling us issue one is undemocratic, um, themselves have higher standards. Um, So this is just a classic example of the hypocrisy. Um, And they wouldn't want you to know that they actually support 60% votes and higher
1: So the National Democratic Party requires two-thirds, Ohio Democratic Party requires 60 percent, the ACLU requires 60 percent or more, the League of Women Voters demands 60 percent or more, the great majority of the states either don't allow it at all or require more than 50 percent. And so when I see these dumbass signs that say one man, one vote, first of all, I thought men don't exist. Because when I listen to Justice Jackson, uh, is there are there two genders, and are you a woman? She could not answer the question whether I'm a woman. But nonetheless, I thought one man, one vote. I thought that was a impermissible term. But what is the argument that Democrats make, and those who believe abortion ought to be a sacrament, that one man, one vote? What the hell does that mean?
0: That's a great question, Bill. I've been trying to figure that out myself um, because. We will still have one person, one vote, um, even with a 60% majority needed to pass constitutional amendments. And let's be clear, there is nothing more democratic than allowing Ohioans to go to the polls on August 8th and and to cast a vote on how we will amend our constitution. We are letting Ohioans decide how Ohio's constitution is amended. So I can't explain uh, their thought process to you. I don't know if they can. Probably not, um, but this is again why we need a yes vote on issue one.
1: Well, the Democrats can't be democratic if they require more than fifty percent to amend their bylaws and their constitution. And so, you know, the only strength we have as a people is an informed electorate. And so, when the truth doesn't work, just tell lies. Now, secondly, when we get to to the November matter, which I think is—I'm uh, not sure—the date November is in November eighth, whatever the. The first Tuesday after the first Monday is. But in November, we're going to vote yay or nay, substantively. And for the American people, if you read, which I'm holding it now in my hands, the actual language of what you're going to vote for, there's no reference to a woman or to mothers. There's no reference to, uh, to parental consent. Uh, what this would do when you read this amendment, if a woman decides eight and a half months into the deal, that, uh, you know what, uh, I don't want to go through the uh, agony uh, of birth. Uh, I want to abort my baby. And you go to Planned Parenthood, and if they have a doctor at Planned Parenthood, and I'm sure they're going to buy one off, to say that a woman's mental health would be affected by having the pregnancy, and she wants to have the abortion, would that be permitted then in Ohio?
0: it would be Uh, that's why this november constitutional amendment is so dangerous Um, it would allow painful late-term abortions on demand all the way through nine months it would strip away parental rights so that parental consent and notification are no longer required um, for a minor who's seeking an abortion and even sex change surgeries Um, and it would remove common sense health and safety protections that we currently have on the place Uh, have on the books, um, for uh, women in Ohio who do undergo abortions. And so this is removing protections for women, for the unborn, and stripping parents of their rights. There's nothing more dangerous than the ACLU's anti-parent amendment that they are going to try to push on us this November.
1: Amy Natosi, let me read one sentence out of this, which says one thing, then demands another. Abortion may be prohibited after fetal viability, but... You know, but there's the butt monkey, a large butt in no case may such an abortion be prohibited if in the professional judgment of the pregnant patient's treating physician it is necessary to protect the pregnant patient's life or health. Period. What is a pregnant see there's no there's no you know, women don't give birth. So 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 what is a pregnant patient's health? What does that mean?
0: that's a great question so the attorneys from the aclu that drafted this amendment intentionally left the word health very broad they didn't define it so courts have shown us time and time again including the u.s supreme court that when health is left undefined it can mean a woman's physical health emotional health mental health social health financial health any of those reasons are permissible for a woman to then go obtain a late-term abortion. So it could be an abortionist that decides a perfectly healthy, viable child should no longer be carried to term because it would negatively affect the mother's financial health. So this allows abortion on demand through nine months. And something else you, you read there, Bill, was the fact that it says it's up to each individual abortionist when a an unborn child is viable so they don't define viability you're letting the abortionist define viability so of course the person who makes their living performing abortions is going to side with late-term abortions. They are left this completely undefined and this allows for unlimited abortion on demand through nine months.
1: Let's say a 14, 15, 16-year-old girl finds herself in trouble. She's pregnant. It's the most uh, critical time of her life. Uh, nothing in this amendment would say that uh, the uh, the parents uh, of the teenage girl uh, need to be consulted. You can't say yay. You can't have veto power Because of Supreme Court decisions but uh, there's nothing in here that would require uh, the teenage girl to consult with her mom and dad to say what mom what do you think I mean I'm in trouble give me my options can we raise this child etc there's no requirement of a teenage girl going to mom or dad there's no requirement speaking uh, with a parent or any other person Uh, is it fair to say that this abortion throws out roe versus wade this abortion amendment and is much more liberal than roe versus wade ever was
0: yeah so this amendment would completely eviscerate parental consent and notification requirements in ohio what this amendment says is that the state cannot burden or interfere with an individual's reproductive decisions burden and interfere have very specific consequences um when written into the law and so burden now parental consent can be considered a burden parental notification could be considered a burden and so now we're saying parents do not have a right to be involved in their child's most important life-altering decisions and we know that this is what the aclu is all about they have Decades going state to state, arguing against parental consent and notification. They tweet about how parental notification laws should be abolished. They have an entire page on their website explaining why parental notification is a burden to teenagers trying to obtain abortions. This is their agenda. They have made it clear. They've stated it in black and white. And we know that's exactly what they're trying to do in Ohio. Um, Unfortunately, the press all too often has chosen to overlook this fact, but we are holding the ACLU accountable to their own track record and their own public statements. And that's why we are urging a no vote come November. So
1: the way to vote uh, no, uh, of course, you want to vote yes in August and no in November. And uh, lastly, let's say a 16-year-old... girl or boy wants to switch genders. Uh, in many public schools today that uh, parents are out of the mix, uh, you can't be told uh, that uh, your, uh, your boy wants to become a girl. And this amendment would seem to say, because it involves reproductive rights since girls uh, can uh, get pregnant, and unfortunately boys cannot get pregnant, except in the minds of liberals, uh, that, that there's nothing in here that would stop a sixteen-year-old girl from changing genders because uh, it involves a reproductive issue is that correct
0: exactly so again the attorneys who wrote this amendment intentionally chose very broad language they said that this would protect an individual's reproductive decision so that's not limited to abortion That's anything that touches upon somebody's reproductive abilities. So um, if somebody takes hormone blockers, that affects their reproduction. If they have undergo sterilization procedures, that affects their reproduction. If they undergo actual sex change procedures, that of course affects their reproduction. So this protects anything that would affect um, somebody's reproductive abilities. So that absolutely covers sex changes. And what's really concerning is we're already seeing this type of uh, legislation come about in other states. I know there was a story out of Seattle just the other week about how schools are now giving uh, hormone blockers to children. And so this is not some crazy idea that um, couldn't ever happen in the United States. We're already seeing it happen in other states. And now the ACLU is banging on Ohio's door. And that's why we need to vote yes in August and oppose this amendment come November.
1: Amy Natosi of uh, Protect Women Ohio, thank you. And what is your website, if any, if the American people need more info? An informed electorate is democracy's the strongest weapon. What is your website? Yeah,
0: so, protectwomenohio.com um, has a ton of information about issue one in august and of course about this anti-parent amendment in november um also have links to all of our social media channels which is the easiest most free way to share information with your friends and family so again i encourage everybody to visit protectwomenohio.com
1: thank you amy thank you very much and good luck and godspeed thank you very much thank you bill all right let's continue with more news next at your home of the reds try to beat the brewers despite the fact the umpires are prejudiced on News Radio 700 WLW. Maybe you missed one of our shows because you were held captive in a tree by an angry cookie baking elf. How? Maybe this'll teach you to keep your hands off my fudge sticks. How? Don't worry, you can get the podcast of our shows and hear what you missed. Check them out on the iHeartRadio app. The Great American here for Rhino Shield, I've been telling you about them for many years. Summer is here big time. Temperatures later this week in the nineties. How about you taking advantage of a ten percent discount right now? Use Rhino Shield like I did to protect the Cunningham compound. Do not paint, do not vinyl. Go Rhino Shield and get a twenty five year transferable warranty. Plus for limited time a ten percent discount. Never paint your house again. Call today, eight 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 Rhino forty one. That's 888 Rhino41. Do what I did. Protect your home with Rhino Shield. Get a 10% discount. Plus, you're going to love the result. The Roar Insurance Agency. Okay,
0: round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.